Hi everyone, this is Trish Kendall, your host for the Choose and Become interview series. People around the world ask me to share more of my journey to enduring success. More stories, more of my lessons, more of my experiences. There's only so much I can share during an inspirational speech or while facilitating a workshop or even through blogs. So here you go. In these Trish Kendall Speaks episodes, I give you short, impromptu, candid, raw me. Come along with me as I continue my journey to enduring success. Hi everyone, this is Trish Kendall with Choose and Become. When I was 13 years old, I fell in love with Alex. Alex with a Y. Now, when I was 13, I, uh, my sister had just uncovered that my dad was sexually abusing me. Uh, he had been sexually, she's five years older than me, and he'd been sexually abusing her her whole life. And uh, you very textbook, but she had allowed it to continue to happen to her thinking that she was protecting her little sister. And and, and in fact, it was happening to both of us. And I tell you that as background because I was uh, ruined by the time I was 13. Uh, But I still had, uh, I still had the little, little bit of love inside of me to give. And I still had this little, little desire to be loved. It was still there. It was, um, apparent. And when I met Alex, Alex was warm and kind and caring. And Alex talked to me and Alex asked me questions and Alex called me and I would, we would talk for hours on the phone and, uh, gentle. Um, and Alex was this hope in my eyes. And I 100% loved Alex. As a little 13-year-old girl, I was in love. Now, Alex was older than me. Alex was 17 when we met, um, 18 by the time we became intimate. And uh, along the journey, uh, I learned before Alex and I were intimate, uh, that Alex in fact was not a boy. He was a girl and, uh, Alex identified as a boy today. We would embrace this, right? We like Alex would have just identified as a boy and it would have been maybe not embraced everywhere. I shouldn't say that I embrace it. People around me embrace it. My community embraces but back then, it, it was um, absolutely not embraced. And so here's Alex, where uh, I'm going to say he, he it, you know, dressed as a boy, looked like a boy, acted like a boy, friends called him he, girls called him he, he had girlfriends, he was a boyfriend. But I knew when Alex and I were becoming close, I, I knew I could tell, I could sense 
And, and then I asked. And so I knew Alex was a girl before we even kissed. And I fell just madly, madly in love with her. And, and I said he and, and him and, and all of that at, at the time. And then um, I, I can't even get into all the details of this because it's just so much. But this is at the time that my, um, my mom left my dad because my sister had found out and told my mom and my mom and my, my sister wanted to press charges against my dad. And I said that if they did, I would kill myself. He was my dad. I loved him. He loved me. It was, I could not, I could not manage or, or comprehend my dad getting in trouble. And Alex was always the one that I went to and talked to and, and just all the things. And, uh, so eventually, um, my mom found out that I had a boyfriend. I would write Alex's name on my notebook with hearts and A and T and Alex with a Y, (laughs) all the things I did all the things. And she found out that I had a boyfriend and, uh, she started inquiring. Uh, and eventually I'm going to cut this, cut this short, but eventually she found out that Alex was an 18 year old, which that was obviously the first, you know, red flags because I was 14 then 13 or 14. And, uh, then she found out that Alex was a woman. So shit hit the fan. Shit hit the fan. And both my mom, my mom told me I I could not see Alex and, and all that. And I totally ignored her. And I, you know, Alex would pick me up from school. I would skip school to go see Alex. My mom worked and then my mom was dating someone at the time. And so she was gone. And so I would walk down because we lived next to each other. I would walk down and Alex would make me rice and eggs and she was Filipino. So she made me all this Filipino food too. And my mom freaked out and I think she freaked out more. So, you know what? I don't even know. I'm not even going to try to analyze it, but then she got my dad involved. And so my dad said, I, you know, put the hammer down. You cannot be with this, you know, 18, she's a woman, she's 18. And to my dad's credit, you know, this is like one of the confusing things about my dad is my mom was focused on, you know, oh, this, you know, lesbian, this 18 year old lesbian, which just really pissed me off when she would say that. Um, And my dad would say, I don't care if this is a girl or a boy or what. This person is 18 years old and she has no a uh, right to be with my 14 year old, which is true right now. He has no fucking right to say that, but whatever. Uh, so this is in Oak Harbor, Washington. I am in junior high. My friends know that I have this boyfriend, Alex. Some of the friends know that Alex is a girl, but most people think Alex is a boy in the community. Everybody just thinks Alex is a boy. And my mom has me go 
with my dad to Las Vegas, Nevada, where my uncle, my aunt and uncle lived, to go there with my brother to move me away from Alex for the summer before my ninth grade year. And I remember saying goodbye to Alex and thinking that I would see her again and her saying to me, uh, we're never going to see each other again. Your parents are not going to let you come back here. Got in the car. I was listening to my Walkman. Alex used to make me little music love tapes. You know, like I still remember these songs. Oh my gosh. Still, when these songs come on, uh, I'm going to have to think a moment when these songs come on. I, I am like transported back to my 13, 14 year old madly in love self with Alex. So I'm listening to the Walkman in the car, driving to the airport with my brother and my dad. And I get on a plane and I go to Las Vegas. And, and Alex was right. There was no, you know, they had no intention of letting me come home. And so I started high school in Las Vegas and I was heartbroken. I was completely heartbroken because I loved her so much. And and I know, I mean, I am a mom of a of an almost 14-year-old girl, so there's no I would not in any way allow an 18-year-old, an almost 19-year-old that, you know, to be with my daughter. So I understand that. I do, but um, everything was so complicated. And, and giving Alex my love was the last time. The last time I did it. I gave everything I had to her, and I accepted everything that she gave back to me. And then I was uprooted from her in a horrible way. And then I would sneak out when I was there in Las Vegas and I would, we'd go like maybe go to the mall to shop and stuff. And Alex had given me a calling card number and I would sneak around to the pay telephone booths and try to call her or she would have somebody call my uncle's house and then, you know, like a friend of mine. And then she would get on the phone and, um, and my uncle was a cop in Vegas. He was actually a narcotics cop, which is pretty cool. And a Harley Davidson writer. He was like, he was a no bullshit guy. <laughs> he passed away. But he was a no bullshit guy. And uh, I plummeted, plummeted in complete, complete despair. And my sister, who was still in Oak Harbor, Washington, you know, she finally left my dad and she had finally gotten out of his control and his abusive you know he was so bad with her and she was living with her friend Frida and Frida's five-year-old daughter and um and I talked to my sister one day and I was a wreck and my sister got on a plane and she came back to Las Vegas or she came to Las Vegas to be with me and back to my dad's vortex of She came to be with her little sister, and she 
shared the same bed with me and she held me at night and she played with my hair and she told me it was going to be okay. And she told me that it wasn't right for a 19 year old to be with a 14 year old. She also said she knew how much I loved Alex and she also said she knew Alex loved me. And just hearing that and the confirmation and she was everything, my sister. Um, and then crazy craziness happened but Alex came to Las Vegas to see me and she ended up getting arrested and I won't get into the details of it um but I remember being at my uncle's house on the back covered porch and a detective coming in and asking me questions and Alex had had like just letters from me and stuff like that that talked about our intimacy and you know I was a 14 year old girl like I didn't know that I could get somebody in trouble one day about something and and I lied <laughs> to the detective as much as I could but ultimately um Alex went to prison for uh, child molestation. Uh, I think, I don't even know if that's what it was. Actually, I shouldn't even say that. But I saw her when she got out. How about that? <laughs> that was the point when I testified even though I lied and I said things that proved that Alex had done something wrong and when she went to jail I knew then that I didn't care about my life and I wasn't going to kill myself because my sister was there in Las Vegas with me and so I started high school and but the Trish that I was, and then the little bit of love I had left in me, at that point, I completely buried. And it would be uh, decades before I started to unearth that love again. So Alex with a Y, my love for her will always be there. And I will always remember her love for me. Thank you for being along this journey with me. Choose and become.